Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. Let's pray together. Gracious God, thank you for this time. Thank you for your goodness, for your grace, for your beauty, for your acceptance of us as your children, as your sons and daughters. We just pray right now that you would speak. God, you'd open up our hearts. We pray that your spirit would supernaturally go out and whoever is listening to this today, God, that you would speak to them, that you would encourage them by your spirit, that you would comfort them, that you would strengthen them. So thank you for this time. We praise you. We worship you, Jesus. And we give you this time in your name. Amen. Well, we're launching into a brand new series today, and it's called Becoming Like Jesus, Visitor Center 2.0. Visitor Center 2.0, and if you're watching today after seven months of, of church online, I'm assuming that you want to grow, that you want to you mature in your faith, you want to get closer to Jesus. That's why you're tuning in today, and that's what this series is all about. It's how to grow in your faith, how to get closer, how to become more like Jesus. And the Rev has created this trail map for us. He's created a trail map for us through scripture, through decades of ministry, through mentors and personal experiences. And this is not an exhaustive list uh, of ways to become like Jesus, but our prayer is that it encourages you, that it, it deepens your faith personally with Jesus, and that it helps you walk with others in their journey of faith. And so um, this, is, this is what we call the backcountry of faith, the backcountry of faith. The visitor center is Sunday morning where we get a chance to celebrate, to congregate, to enjoy the big church. But this map that we're gonna look at these next few weeks leads us into the beautiful backcountry of following Jesus into deeper places. I've spent the last few years going into the backcountry, exploring the backcountry with some guys in the Sierras, and there are some amazing trails, so many trails. There's incredible waterfalls and vistas and valleys and peaks and glaciers and just incredible sights out there. And let me tell you, that is where the adventure is found. The adventure is found in the backcountry. It's found, it's where the memories are made. It's where it gets deeply personal. It's where we find new limits and new vistas. And guess what? We took a map with us. We took a map to lead us, to help us be intentional about where we were going. And that's what we hope this next series is. It's a map for you to be intentional. And guess what? I'm not going to speak the rest of this message with this pack on. I'm done with it. It's getting a little heavy. So I'm going to drop it. And as we talk about the first trail today, which is the trail of spiritual rhythms. The trail of spiritual rhythms. Part of the backcountry is learning new rhythms. It's learning to reorder and rearrange our life so that we can experience God more deeply. We can experience his presence more deeply. You were created to experience God's presence. 
I was created to experience his presence. We talked about that last week on the beach, and I want you to hear this quote from Dallas Willard. This is such an important quote. He says, my central claim is that we can become like Jesus by doing one thing, by following him in the overall style of life he chose for himself. If we have faith in Christ, we must believe that he knew how to live. We can, through faith and grace, become like Christ by practicing types of activities he engaged in, by arranging our whole lives around the activities he himself practiced in order to remain constantly at home in the fellowship of his Father. Jesus arranged his life. He ordered his life to be in constant connection and communion with his Father, to be aware of his presence every moment. And that's what we are designed for, to live in that reality. And spiritual rhythms today, we're going to talk about help us do that. They help us stay connected to Jesus. About a year ago, I hit a wall in my life. I hit a wall where I, in my personal life, in my work, in my relationships, I felt overwhelmed. I felt overcommitted. I said yes to way too many things. Maybe you've been there. I had to do some reordering, some rearranging. The rhythms I was using were not, were not taking me deeper with Christ. I had to try some new rhythms. Spiritual rhythms are essential to our growth with God. They're essential to help us become more like Jesus. They're a gift. They're not a burden. They're actually like a trellis, you know, like a trellis that, that, is, that is there, gives structure to the vine so it can grow up into the sky. Spiritual rhythms give us structure to grow up in God, in Christ. Most of us don't have a plan on how we're going to grow. Our cram schedules, our endless to-do lists, our demanding jobs and families, information bombardment, the anxieties of life keep us speeding up, not slowing down. We need rhythms to help us slow down. So today I want to give you three, three reasons we need spiritual rhythms in our life. The first one is this, we are dangerously tired. We are dangerously tired. Wayne Mueller, author and theologian, said this, Because we do not rest, we lose our way. Poisoned by the hypnotic belief that good things only come through unceasing determination and tireless effort, we can never truly rest. And for want of rest, our lives are in danger. For want of rest, our lives are in danger. You know, there's good tired and there's dangerous tired. Ruth, ba Ruth Haley Barton talks about this in her books. There's, there's good tired from working your hardest, from, work, from doing your best, from a job well done. But then there's dangerous tired from always working, from never turning it off, from overactivity, from saying yes to too many things. When we live dangerously tired, we feel out of control. We feel compelled to constant activity inner impulses that we're not even aware of. We can't just linger and relax with people. We can't keep from checking our email or our text or our social media. We can't stop cleaning or doing projects at home so we can be with the people that we love. 
We may live numb to a full range of emotions. That's dangerously tired. Jesus had something to say to those of us who have been dangerously tired. He says this in Matthew 11. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. There's a remedy to dangerous tired. The remedy is the rhythm of solitude. The rhythm of solitude is the intentional withdrawal from social engagement. Why would we do that? If you're an extrovert like me, why would we ever do that? It's simply to be more present to God. Solitude encourages peace. It it encourages increased love of God and others. It's where we drop our false selves, our false masks that we wear, taking time to rest with God. Jesus often went to solitary places to pray. He did this. He arranged his life around this rhythm. He showed us the importance of this. I know for some of us in quarantine, the bathroom is the only place you can be alone in your house. And we just have such a need to get away. We have a need to find solitude. This is a rhythm we need to practice. We need to learn Richard Foster said this, loneliness is inner emptiness. Solitude is inner fulfillment. Solitude is inner fulfillment. It's where we allow God to fill us up, to energize us, to speak to us. The second reason we need spiritual rhythms is this. It's we are mesmerized by culture. We're mesmerized by culture. I love this story in the scriptures in Daniel 3. It's a story you maybe have heard of where King Nebuchadnezzar builds this amazing idol, this huge idol, and he makes everyone bow down and worship him. And a few years ago at Ocean Hills, we had the president of Fuller Seminary come and speak to us about this passage, and I'll never forget the sermon he gave. And he talked about how when Nebuchadnezzar built this idol, he also created a band. He created a band to start playing when he wanted people to worship this idol. And uh, Daniel writes that when people heard the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and other musical instruments, they immediately bowed down and worshipped Nebuchadnezzar without thinking. They were conditioned. They were mesmerized. They were trained to just follow along. And Mark Laberton, he went on to say there are so many ways that we are mesmerized by our culture, by society, by our norms by cultural pressures, by the tribes we align with. The mesmerizing rhythms of fear, the mesmerizing rhythms of abuse, the mesmerizing rhythms of political rhetoric, of the internet, of materialism, of social media, of places of suffering in our world. When we hear certain things or we see certain things, we're triggered to just react a certain way. We get mesmerized. We desperately need to detach from the mesmerizing rhythms of our culture. 
Spiritual rhythms are what help us unhook from these rhythms of culture, and they help us tune in again to the heartbeat of God, to the will of God, to what He wants to do in this world and in our lives. There's a lot of talk about this documentary that just came out called The Social Dilemma in, on Netflix, and it reminds us that our minds are vulnerable, that uh, algorithms rule social media, that there's artificial intelligences working hard in the background trying to figure out how to manipulate our minds. It's worth a watch. And this is why we need this rhythm so badly. This is why we need God's word so badly. It's why we need the living word, Jesus. It's, we need to be unhooked, untethered from the rhythms of this world. Listen to this, this, this verse out of the message Paul writes in Romans 12. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, you're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. The remedy for being mesmerized by culture, by the rhythms of culture, is the rhythm of silence. Sitting in silence, turning off all the other voices and tuning in to God's voice, to the voice of the Spirit that is with you. This might be a real foreign rhythm for some of you. Maybe, maybe just sitting in silence sounds really, really difficult. And there's some great helps. I, I know for me, this has been a rhythm that has, has dramatically in, increased my love for God, my desire to be with God, and listening to His voice. And there's a book called Invitation to Silence and Solitude, Ruth Haley Barton wrote. There's an app I use called the One Minute Pause app, or there's a Centering Prayer app. We'll put those on the Ocean Hills app so you can check those out later. So let me get to the third reason we need spiritual rhythms. We are caught in a blizzard. We live in a blizzard. In his book, A Hidden Wholeness, Parker Palmer talks about farmers in the Midwest who would take a rope from their back door of their house and they would tie it to the barn in the back of their yard as a guide. Because when a blizzard hits in the Midwest, we can't even understand this in California. When a blizzard hits, you can't even see the end of your hand. It's so crazy. And so many farmers froze to death, wandering in circles in their own backyard. Many of us have lost our way spiritually in the blizzard, saying yes to too many things. We admire people who are able to accomplish so much in so little time. We are overscheduled, tense, addicted to hurry, frantic, preoccupied, starved for time. We try to squeeze every ounce of juice out of every hour. 
every moment of potential downtime in waiting rooms or in lines or at stoplights. Maybe we look at our device to get more information, to get more connected. Our overproductivity becomes counterproductive. We need a rope to lead us home. Theologian Robert Barron, he argued this, at the heart of the original sin was the refusal to accept God's rhythm for us. I love this. The essence of being in God's image is our ability to stop. We imitate God by stopping our work and resting. We imitate God by stopping our work and resting. The remedy for living in the blizzard is is the rhythm of Sabbath. This gift that God has given to us. Sabbath means to cease. It means to stop. It's the rhythm of taking one day a week to stop working and rest. To rest from things like hurriedness. To rest from worry, from decision-making, from talking maybe, from technology, and learning to delight and to linger and to contemplate God's goodness and his love and the good things he's given us and the, the people he has given us in our lives. This is a gift. It always blows me away to think that keeping the Sabbath is a commandment. Right next to don't lie, don't murder, don't commit adultery. I think God thought this was pretty important for a healthy person, for a growing person to keep the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a gift from God. We're given 52 chances to Sabbath every year. Let's begin to take those. Let's begin to just enjoy those Sabbath times. There's a great book by Wayne Mueller called Sabbath that just totally blew my mind about how good it is to Sabbath. And so I would, I would encourage you, we're going to put that on the app too. So let me close with this. What do you need? Where do you need life-giving rhythms? Pastor Stephen Furtick said this. He said, we can't make God work in our life, but we can make room for God to work in our life. That's our job is to make room for God to work. And I believe God wants to start a fire deep in your soul for him and for his kingdom. He does. He wants to start a passion, a renewal movement among his children to, to, to bring renewal into this world. And let me, let me close with this poem about a fire and what makes a fire burn, because I think it's so profound and real. What makes a fire burn is space between the logs, a breathing space, too much of a good thing, too many logs packed in too tight can douse the flames almost as surely as a pail of water would. So building fires requires attention to the space in between as much as to the wood. When we are able to build open spaces in the same way we've learned to pile on the logs, then we can come to see how it is fuel and the absence of fuel together that makes fire possible. It's fuel and the absence of fuel together. Where can you make space this week, make room for God 
to move in your life? What's a rhythm that, that you could try, that you'd be willing to try, silence or solitude or Sabbath? I want to encourage you in that. And let's, as we worship in this next song, when you take some time and reflect on that and share maybe with someone you're watching with today. Thanks for being with us. Amen. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Christ, Christ good. Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.